step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Distraught father shot himself on Facebook 
after announcing live. that live. His, live, uh, that his daughter was getting married without his permission. So the example actually demonstrates the endlessly complex and unforeseen variables involved in human decision making and human and the human psyche. In this case, notions of rigid Muslim, Middle East cultural taboos and stigma stigma clearly played a part. TechCrunch holds it up as something which artificial intelligence could possibly prevent. Earlier this year, Zuckerberg wrote in a, in a public post that there have been terribly tragic events like suicides, some live-streamed, that per, perhaps could have been prevented by someone had realized that it was happening and reported them sooner. Artificial intelligence can help provide a better approach. And in a post yesterday announcing the new uh, AI suicide prevention tool integration, he wrote that in the future, AI will be able to uh, understand more of the subtle nuances of language and will be able to uh, identify different suicide as well as um, including quickly spot spotting more kinds of bullying. Naturally, we must ask, what does Mark mean by the eerily ambiguous reference to we will be able to identify different issues beyond suicide as well? Jesus, yeah. Well, Juliana Assange said huh, on Facebook, <laughs> it begins, Facebook rolls out its first uh, artificial intelligence powered thought crime uh, module. module. Uh, with the debate already uh, long-range raging about how bullying and hate uh, get interpreted and labeled, and with multiple high-profile instances of such accusations being used to censor and limit uh, constitutionally protected speech, uh, Zuckerberg now reassures us that we will that he that we can place such sensitive and highly interpretive questions in the hands of machines. Well, TechCrunch awkwardly uh, tries to prevent such uh, obvious and horrifying concerns, while ultimately uh, concluding, we have little choice but to embrace it and hope Facebook doesn't go too far. Mm-hmm. So there's a little more to this, but I don't know. This sucks. You know, I don't sucks. like the whole idea of it myself. But, you know, you're on Facebook. You want to stay on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Republican tax bill will end cancer treatment for Medicare patients. Imagine that. Can you imagine that? Uh, This tax bill just cuts everything out from everybody, just except for rich people. Gives them all kinds of money. But anybody below, it cuts poor people out, Medicare people, all, everything. This Trump is one of the biggest brain-dead mother bastard psycho pathetic, you know, people I, I've ever, I've ever, 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 ever thought could ever exist. Unbelievable. Uh, hey, okay, I wonder what uh, John McCain thinks of that. Well, he's, he's uh, think too much of it, I tell you. The White House is overflowing with white supremacists, including Trump. Since he took office, Trump has filled his administration with white supremacist bigots, making racist policy decisions at every turn. He's antagonized undocumented immigrants, refused to help Puerto Rico, and sympathized with white supremacists in Charlottesville. Most recently, Trump referred to Senator Elizabeth Warren as Pocahontas at an event honoring Native American code talkers who served in World War II. Sign now if you believe that if you uh, agree, bigotry has, has no, place, uh, no place in action. I agree. White House. I agree. He's a fire friggin' jerk. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, before you go to that, if Republican tax cuts bill becomes law, it will immediately trigger a $25 billion cut in Medicare. That's because of mandatory spending cuts that will kick in as a result of tax bills $1.5 trillion increase to the deficit. 
the fact that time the, the last, last time, time this happened, happened that happened. Medicare yeah, 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 yeah. wasn't that long ago because you're not reading it probably it was 2013 and as Sarah Cliff reminds us what happened then was that cancer patients were turned away from clinics because the clinics couldn't afford the expensive chemotherapy drugs they were administering without Medicare offsetting the cost in 2013 it was a temporary part of the government shutdown this time around this time around it would be a permanent cut in light of that, Cliff followed up with an oncologist who sees that threat again as a result of this bill. And this is what he said, or she said. I talked to, a, to one Long Island oncologist who said he and his staff held an emergency meeting earlier this week and decided they would no longer see one-third of their 16,000 Medicare patients. It's a choice between seeing these patients and staying in business Jeff Fakara, uh, Chief Executive of North Shore Hematology Oncology Associates, told me. The Senate could pass separate legislation to skirt these rules that would require the automatic budget cuts. But as my colleague Tara Goldshan notes, the politics of Republican voting to undermine a deficit management law won't be easy. And if they don't, the fears of cancer clinics turning patients away could become real again. The tax bill for some seniors become a bill that sharply limits their access to health care. Cancer best. patients and survivors, people with other serious life-threatening conditions, are facing the very real possibility that they will lose their insurance because of the repeal of the mandate in Obamacare. Patients who thought they'd be okay because they're covered by Medicare are now losing that assurance. Republicans are taking away treatment for cancer patients. They're doing it to give tax cuts to corporations and the rich, and they're proud of themselves. Senator Collins, Corker, Flake, Johnson, McCain, and Murkowski, all we need are three of these Republicans to stop the worst GOP tax scam, and the Senate is voting any day. Call your senator and tell him to vote no. They're criminal. They're just uh, unbelievable criminals. Uh, Chris and uh, Trump insider Manafort's alleged money laundering schemes scheme appears to have Kremlin roots. Let's, let's look at this. I think I think this is a good one. Probably has by, roots in the mafia. Yeah, this is done by Chris Mulligan, the publisher for Trying Day. Trump insider Manafort alleged money laundering scheme appears to have Kremlin roots. Yeah, this was published today. Moscow-linked Ukrainian billionaire accused of funneling money to Manafort. Mm-hmm. The criminal indictment filed in late October alleged Manafort, Paul Manafort engaged, engaged in a labyrinth money laundering scheme involving the washing of at least $18 million dollars at first glance, appears unconnected to any Kremlin-related activity. A narco news uh, examination of public records relates to Mark Benefort's past financial dealings, however, reveals the money-washing activity alleged in the recent indictment appeared to intersect <laughs> with the business dealings of uh, Dimitro uh, Furtash, the Ukrainian billionaire, an alleged mob-connected uh, Kremlin asset. Well, Furtash who made a fortune reselling Russian natural gas to the Ukraine, has been indicted on criminal bribery charges and is fighting an attempt uh, by U.S. authorities to extradite him for Austria to face those charges uh, in federal court in Chicago. A spokesperson for Manafort, who is a former campaign manager for President Trump, uh, see, uh stresses that Manafort is not a party of the Department of Justice case against Furtash, nor is he named in the pleadings. To include Paul Manafort's name is connected with the with matter in any way is false and misleading, blah, 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 blah. Well, still, some Ukrainian politicians, including former uh, Prime Minister Tomoshenko and uh, Parliament member Sergei uh, 
Vyasatovsky, or whatever his name is, claims that Furtash uh, helped to fund Manafort's work in Ukraine with the backing from the Kremlin. That work involved in providing strategic assistance and political counsel to the campaign, and later the presidency of Viktor Yanukovych. This is kind of a long article. Yeah, it is a long article, and it's kind of irrelevant. See, what's it, what does the last paragraph say that sums it up? Jesus. Everybody's fucking, everybody's indicted in here. Everybody's guilty. This thing, I'm going to advise, holy cow, the length of this thing is ridiculous. But I, I advise anybody who's listening to go to this uh, Narcosphere, nar, Narco, N-A-R-C-O-S, Fear, Narconews.com, okay? And check this out because it, it, it dated today's date. It's really our yesterday's date, actually, November 20th. But, yeah, you know, it talks about Manafort's involvement. He's guilty of sin. It's just, you know, this is this is crazy as hell. Mega church pastor says, a woman has no right over her own body. It belongs to God. Imagine that. This friggin' okay. moron from living hell. Okay, is, is a pastor of this crazy ass mega church. Right? I mean, it's just amazing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. They're, they're insane. Woman has no right over her own body. It belongs to God, says Pastor Jeff Crawford. Arguing against a woman's right to choose an abortion, an Arkansas mega church pastor claims a woman has no right over her own body because it belongs to God. Well, during a Sunday sermon at Cross Church uh, about the dangers of pornography, Pastor Jeff Crawford discussed what he calls theological dualism while arguing that a woman has no right over her own body, Crawford told his congregation. Want to read that insanity? We have bought bought into what I call to uh, call this morning theological dualism. This is the idea that you can separate what goes on with our bodies with what goes on with our spirit. Our soul and our spirit is uniquely linked to our body. They cannot be separated, Crawford explained. This idea that you hear about the abortion debate, that it's a woman's right to choose and she has the right over her own body, no, that's not true. Imagine a moron saying that. Here's, here's the guy saying it. Come on, come on. Where is it? Pornography is an offense against self. Let me tell you what we have done. We have we have bought into what I want to call this morning theological dualism. Theological dualism. You're like, okay, Jeff, you just went like seminary on me. What are you talking That's about? All right. Audience. Theological dualism. This is the idea that that you can separate what goes on with our bodies from what goes on with our soul or spirit. So it's kind of like, I can go to church, God can forgive my spirit, He can save my soul, I'm on my way to heaven, but you know, my body's mine. And, and there's really no link between my body and my spirit. And, and, and Christians buy into this, by the way. Christians buy into this. It's kind of like, you know, hey, I'm going to get a new body one day. Now Jesus is going to come back and He's going to give me my version 2.0 and get a new body. And, and so it doesn't really matter that much what I do with this one. But then you read 1 Corinthians 6. And when you read 1 Corinthians 6, it just like blows up this idea of theological dualism. What it says is that in a, in a way that's very mysterious, that we can't quite understand, that our, our soul and our spirit is, is uniquely linked to our body. They cannot be separated. Uh, this idea that you hear about uh, in the abortion debate, that it's a woman's right to choose and she has a right over her own body, no, that's not true. Uh, we, we carry that over even into our own lives. It's kind of like my body's mine. I, I can do with my body what I want to do with it. I can, I can take it wherever I want to take it. I can put into my body what I want to put into my body, you know, and, and we don't get that when you read 1 Corinthians 6. What we get when you read 1 Corinthians 6 is that your body's a temple to the Holy Spirit. And what, what that means is, is that your arms and your legs and your head and your eyes, it all, it all belongs to God. That's what you get when you read 1 Corinthians 6. It says your body has been bought with a price. Literally, your physical. 
think about that. The next time you go to a buffet, God owns you. Hey, think about that the next time you go for a tattoo. And I'm not saying no to tattoos. I'm just saying make sure that you glorify God with your body. The next time you want to punch a hole in your body, make sure you're glorifying God with your body. It belongs to him. And I'm not saying yay or nay on any of that stuff. I'm, what I'm saying is your body belongs to God. Glorify God with your body. That's what you get in 1 Corinthians 6. So what, what you then get in this discussion on sexuality is this idea that, that sexual sin fits into a unique category. It fits into the category of sin against your body. So this idea that it's not hurting anybody, you know, I'm just kind of looking at some pictures on the Internet when nobody's around. It's not really hurting anybody. No, you're, you're offending your body. You're sinning against your physical body because pow, pornography is so powerful. Let, let me explain it this way. You can never unsee any image you put into your brain. And Satan knows this. So when you go somewhere and you, you expose your eyes and the receptors to your brain to any kind of image, you can't unsee that. Now here's the deal. You can be forgiven. Praise God, you can be forgiven. This, this guy is a complete and utter flippin' moron. But hey, you know... He's got a following, right? Like, yeah, you know, let's go to church and listen to this freaking moron. Holy Christ. I tell you, man, we, we, we got some serious issues in this country. But these mega church pastors are number one brain dead. Whoa. Oh, want to hear brain dead? Wait to hear what this moron said. Trump's uh, son. Eric? Which one is this? Eric, the idiot. Listen to this guy. Oh my God! I'm he, yeah, wait, wait to, Yeah, he was defending his father's uh, statement of, uh, of Pocahontas. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just stay out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's, but but the thing is, is he's completely flipping stupid. I mean, this guy is like the moron of morons, right? No, listen to this. Eric Trump, son of President Donald Trump, defended his father's decision to call Senator Elizabeth Warren. Pocahontas, during an, an event to honor Native American veterans, reciting a D- Disney movie of the same name, okay? But, in particular, Eric suggested on Twitter Tuesday morning that it was hypocritical for people to call, to claim calling someone Pocahontas was offensive when Disney made a popular movie called Pocahontas, a 1995 animated movie that was about the actual historical figure of Pocahontas. Well, <laughs> it says, he, he, he tweets, the irony of an ABC reporter whose parent company, Disney, was profiled nearly half a billion dollars on the movie Pocahontas, inferring that the name is offensive, is truly staggering to me. Well, listen to what this other guy says. Cause, cause this guy is so stupid. He's like, he's like beyond. Trump's tweet predictably started racking up reactions from his followers, and the vast majority of them were positively scathing. It says, some guy named Matt says, are you actually this dumb, or is it just an act of a pure, if you appear this dumb? This guy, Bernie Bernstein, says, the irony of an intellectual son, or ineffectual son from parent has profited nearly a million dollars on fraudulent charities since uh, set up through Father's Foundation, inferring that the company affiliation of a reporter is disqualifying is truly staggering. You know, but the movie the movie is about real Pocahontas, you stupid ass. Your dad is taking the name and using it as a slur. Racist that what part of that don't you get? Just how dumb are you? <laughs> What's that? I thought that was so freaking funny. But I mean, the guy, the guy is is defending his father, okay, saying that that you know Pocahontas was a legitimate freaking name, you know. Uh, it's like, oh, God, it's, 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 
beyond stupidity. Here's something interesting. This bill in uh, that cures hepatitis C cost $900 in India. Cost $84,000 in the United States. <laughs> this is what happens when big pharma has bought all of your politicians. Yeah. She couldn't afford her, her stuff, could she? That's probably what happened. Discovery of shockingly high levels of aluminum in brains of individuals with autism suggests link with the aluminum contains in vaccines. That's, that was interesting. Because, um, Studies show evidence of inflammatory cells loaded with aluminum crossing the blood barrier barrier in meningeal membranes. A new study published at the Journal of Trace Elements in Medicine and Biology provides the strongest indication yet that aluminum is an etiological agent in autism spectrum disorder. The study used transversely heated graphite furnace atomic absorption spectrometry to measure for the first time the aluminum content of brain tissue from five donors who had died with the diagnosis of Asperger's of autism spectrum disorder. The results showed the donors to have had some of the highest levels of aluminum yet measured in human brain tissue. The mean standard deviation of aluminum content across all in five individuals for each lower and they give it. Um, previous, it just shows that the measurements were much higher. One has to wonder why aluminum in the occipital lobe of a 15-year-old boy with autism would be a value that is at least two times, ten times higher than what might be considered acceptable for an elderly adult, said Christopher Exley, Ph.D. professor in bioorganic bio chemistry and author of the study. Another groundbreaking study by Exley and his team published early in the year, identified similarly high levels of aluminum in the brains of individuals who had died of uh, familial Alzheimer's disease. Was the aluminum content of each of the five brains was extraordinarily high. It was the location of the aluminum in the brain tissue that served as the standout observation. The majority of aluminum was identified inside non-neural cells, including microgilia and astrocytes. Aluminum was also found in lymphocytes in the meninges and in similar inflammatory cells in the vasculature. According to the researchers, there was clear evidence of inflammatory cells heavily loaded with aluminum entering the brain via the meningeal membrane in the blood-brain barrier. Aluminum selective fluorescence microscopy was used to identify aluminum in the brain tissue of donors. The results strongly suggest that aluminum is entering the brain in, as uh, in autism spectrum disorder via pro-inflammatory cells which have become loaded up with aluminum in the blood or the lymph, much as has been demonstrated from monocytes and injection sites for vaccines, including aluminum adjuvants. In other words, it's from uh, shots yeah. that have been injected into your system. That fact that the majority of aluminum found in brain tissue is um, ASD uh, was inter intracellular associated with a neuro, uh, non-neuronal, 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 what non-neuronal. are you reading? Non-neuronal. Neuronal. So it is, at least for now, unique to ASD. That's autism spectrum disorder. And
study was funded by Children's Medical Safety Research Institute, a nonprofit organization dedicated to funding independent research into the casual factors behind today's epidemic of childhood chronic illness and disability. So there you go. Interesting, huh? Aluminum. That's the massive, massive. And, you know, they're dropping that stuff down upon us in these chemtrails all over the world. Trump vows to end winter heating assistance for elderly and the disabled. What a freaking guy, huh? What a guy. What a piece of human shit this man is. I'm sorry. I can't help it. You know, yeah, well, that's, that's what he is. He's a piece of rock crap. This guy, you know, this guy has no heart. He's got no soul. He's got nothing. He's a damn nasty piece of work. President Donald Trump and the Republicans in Washington, D.C. are preparing to carry out the most heartless plan ever. As winter weather begins to set in across the United States, federal politicians are reportedly uh, making huge cuts to a crucial government program that provides heating assistance to elderly and disabled. Under the GOP proposal, millions of American households will be at risk of losing heat this winter, as reported by the Independent. Sadly, sadly, this is exactly what millions of Americans have been fearing. The Republicans are carrying out a major attack against poor people and senior citizens, all so they can give a few more tax cuts to their rich friends. Well, Trump is doing it to get a large tax cut from Yeah, them. but who cares? He's a fucking, he's a, he's a complete criminal. Of course you know? I care that he's uh, doing yeah, that. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're rationalizing him? You're not listening You're, you're giving him some kind of a, a, a loophole? You're not listening. I said he's doing this to give himself a tax cut. Yeah, well, as you know, Greg TV listening. reportedly recently, President Donald Trump proposed cutting that multi-billion dollar tax program, billion oh, dollar program as part of his budget plan. Government estimates uh, suggest six million people rely on it to heat, fuel, cool, or winterize their homes. Winterize their homes. This is just the latest example of Trump's administration under disregard for everyday people in our country. Trump, time and time again, Trump has taken every opportunity to make to, he has to make life harder for the people at the bottom 50% of America. The Republicans have spent years trying to destroy everything that makes America great. Now that they have control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they are ramping up their ruthless campaign to full speed. It's time for Americans to wake up and stand up to the stupid Republican politicians in D.C. Enough is enough. Oh, I agree. The stupidity. But, you know, it's the stupidity that put them there. You know, that, that, that's keeping them there. And I have to tell you, I got some people on Facebook that are the most idiotic motherfuckers mother friggers I have ever, 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 ever believed that anybody could be as stupid as that. But there are 400,000 comments in favor of ending net neutrality came from Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia. So they're dictating our policy? And our no, they, they, just, they just sent, the, they, they sent in uh, all the comments. Mm-hmm. Although there was 220, there was over 20 million comments. Okay, uh, they can't find it, so it's taken down. Oh, that's good. That, that was taken down. Oh well. Let's see. Right. Oh, here is a good one, Lila. You're gonna love this one. Remember when we when we went to DC? Remember yeah. when we went to all this stuff? Well, the classified CIA document reveals Iraq War had zero justification. Yeah, no kidding. Zero. There was no justification for going to war with Iraq. They didn't do anything. No. These bastards wanted to invade. They wanted their money and their land and their resources. The justification of going to war in Iraq 13 years ago was based on a 93-page classified document that allegedly contained specific information on former Iraqi leader President Saddam Hussein and their weapons of mass destruction program he was apparently running. Now that document has been declassified, and it reveals
reveals that there was virtually zero justification for the Iraq war. The document reveals that there was no operational tie between Saddam and al-Qaeda and no weapons of mass destruction program. The CIA released a copy of the NIA in 2004 in response to a Freedom of Information Act uh, request, but redacted virtually all of it, citing a threat to national security. Then last year, John Greenwald, who operates the Black Vault Clearinghouse for de Declassified Government Documents, asked the CIA to take another look at the October 2002 NIE to uh, determine whether any additional uh, portions of it could be disclassified. The agency responded to Greenwell the past January and provided him with a new version of the NIE, which he shared exclusively with Vice News, that restores the majority of the pre-war Iraq intelligence that was excluded historians, journalists, and war critics for more than a decade. Some previously redacted portions of the NIE had uh, previously been disposed in congressional reports. But it, it, this, this thing is kind of a long article, mm -hmm. but it exposes that any, and, I, and I'm going I'm to request... I think all of those people should be arrested. Oh, they should. War crimes. That's you know, destroying Yeah, Cheney, Roosevelt, and, and uh, Bush, and all of these bastards, these neocon bastards that are still in there. They're still they're still in there, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you know, it's still still in government. The Trump organization is still these pro-war, pro-anti-Arab, uh, you know, uh, frauds. You know, just crooks, crooks and mm -hmm. frauds and deceitful bastards. Uh, it's just amazing. This guy, this this guy, this this one is beyond me. The FCC explains why public support for net neutrality won't stop the repeal. All right. There were over 22 million comments sent to uh, the, FCC? the FCC to not repeal net neutrality. doesn't matter what we think. It has absolutely no effects. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because they um, don't want it, that's why. Because they're they're owned by the major corporations. Mm -hmm. They're owned by the major media. And this bastard, who happens to be a Muslim, which is beyond belief, you know, uh, you know, well, he's paid to do turns out to be a, a, a Muslim prick. Okay. That a new, fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ajapai. It just shows shows you can buy anybody. Sure. Doesn't matter who they are. Well, net neutrality rules are popular with America who use the Internet. When the Federal Communication Commission deliberated, deliberated on possible net neutrality rules in 2014 2015, millions of comments poured into it to support strict regulation on Internet service providers. While the public opinion uh, helped push the FCC to adopt rules to prevent ISPs from blocking or throttling Internet content and from charging websites or other online services, for priority treatment on the network, on the on the network, yeah. But public uh, opinion hasn't changed much in two years uh, that the rule has been on the books. The cable the cable lobby surveyed registered voters this year and found that most of them continue to support bans on blocking, throttling, and paid prioritization. Multiple polls have found that net neutrality rules are popular with both Democrat and Republican voters. And uh, it, has, it was thus no surprise to see a huge backlash to FCC Chairman Aja Pai's plan to eliminate the rules. While most of the 22 million public comments on the plan were spam and form letters, um, a study funded by the broadband industry found that 98% of the unique comments uh, supported the current rules. Net neutrality supporters organized an internet-wide day of action to save net neutrality in July and plan more protests in the coming days. Um, but net neutrality rules have some focal and influential uh, opponents. The most prominent are Republican politicians and, re and uh, regulators, conservative think tanks, and the internet service providers 
effort to follow the rules. Those are the voices that counted most in Pi's decision to eliminate popular consumer protection. What a, what a freaking pissed bastard. We're, 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 we're naked, Lila. I mean, we're, the, the, you know, the, the, the EPA, the, the DPU, the DEP, all of these, all of these, they have the consumer protection. All of them are being destroyed by this son of a one son of a bitch. By the Republicans. Not just the Republicans, the son of a bitch Trump, mm-hmm. who, who is putting in the mandates. This guy has got to be the most criminal, crooked, dark-hearted bastard that ever, that ever, that ever lived. He certainly is. He has to be. I can't he see cer- He certainly seems to be surpassing Hillary Clinton. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think there was anybody who could. I don't think I don't think they could surpass her, but this guy is the most darkest, most deepest, most disgusting, most slimy bastard that ever that ever existed. I mean, this guy is one piece of freaking work. I've never seen a guy like this before, and in any capacity, it was so dark and so damn goddamn miserable. Okay. I mean, to take away the, the the heating subsidies for old people, what the hell is this? What's the wrong with this guy? Yeah, and the Republicans, the Republicans, they got to be a freaking bunch of demons from hell. They got to be demonic. The FCC isn't required to follow public opinion, but Pi favorably cites public opinion when it suits him. On net neutrality, Pi and his staff have consistently said that they would consider the quality of the comments rather than the quantity on each side. Yet in another recent decision to eliminate a regulation, Pi took the opposite approach. The overwhelming majority of public input favored our proposal, he said, before a recent vote, while urging his fellow commissioners to eliminate a decades-old rule that required TV and radio stations to maintain studios in the local communities they serve. FCC... Commissioner Jesse, whatever her name, uh, 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 Democrat, urged the FCC to hold public hearings before the country before eliminating net neutrality rules. And hearings are necessary to get American opinions because of the spam bots, impersonation, and other problems marring the FCC's docket, she said. I've called for a public hearing before any change is made to these rules, but as Republican and Democrat commissions have done in the past, um, we should go directly to the American public and find out what they think about the proposal before any vote can be taken. Bullshit. Uh, comments that count more than others. Uh, this, this guy is just a crook. He's just a scum. And they're all scum. They're all scum. They're just kind of... Every Republican... Everybody uh, promoted by Trump is a scum. I can't believe. Oh, Lila, wait till you see this. Wait till you see this nightmare of hell that they did to the White to, to, to Washington, uh, to the White House. <laughs> but look at Melania's uh, uh, terrifying White House. Melania yeah, Trump. Terrifying White House decor. Look at this. This is what she decided to do for for uh, for Christmas decor in the house. She got the straggling spindly. It's horrible. Look at the Poor old Melania Trump can't move from internet jabs. Firstly, people are saying she has a body double, and she has said she's a uh, she didn't want to be first lady. Blah, 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 blah. But if you see this kind of stuff that she's done for this, wait, wait till you see this. Look at this. The serious theme is entirely understated and stylish, avoiding tacky details and keeping the palette muted. Oh, yeah. Well, she's got all these crystal-covered uh, things in the, in the halls. But wait till you see what she does with the... With, with, with the uh, look at this. You see this? Look at this. Look at this hor- horrible, horrible room. That she's, she's got all these, these dead trees, okay? Uh... Very barren, barren. Always my bare essential dread. But if, if uh, I was hoping that this would, this came up in a big, bigger picture, so you could see it. Hang on a second. Uh, 
started memes that, that they're, they're put up. But you see, this is what she did to the whole hallway. Look. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Christmas? Yeah, look at this. She did this. But look, look at this stuff. I mean, that's crazy. This is this is probably the craziest. Look at this hallway. If you can get a closer picture of it. Yeah. But um, yeah. But it it got, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And uh, I mean, but this is this is the madness of that hallway. Look at this. This is what she's got. So 
protect women from him. And Joe Biden's a perv. He's a goddamn perv. Amazing, huh? Jeez. Ah, what the hell are you going to do with this guy? Joe Biden's a pervert. Ah.
evangelicals like to, well, it's kind of like pedophile priests, same thing. There's something about this religious uh, orgasmic uh, group of, of, of people that like to grope young people. Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore has been accused of having uh, sexual contact with a 14-year-old girl 40 years ago. Uh, during a press conference, uh, Moore denied allegations. I have no, I have no been guilty of sexual misconduct with anybody. Yeah. Men dating teenage girls is an uncommon among evangelicals. It's often encouraged. Mm. Whoa, you want to read that? Four women last week told the Washington Post the Republican U.S. Senator Roy Moore of Alabama had sexual or romantic encounters with them when they were teenagers and he was in his early 30s. Still more has threatened uh, to sue the Post. Washington Post published another attack on, char- on my character and reputation because they are desperate to stop my political campaign, uh, he said uh, Sunday night. These attacks are, I said I was with a minor child, and are false and untrue, and for which I will, will be sued. For which they will be sued. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. Roy Moore is a pig. He's a pig. And most evangelicals are pigs. So what are you going to do about it? You know? Come on. Now these evangelical idiots, you know, they're, they're all pedophiles. Priests are pedophiles. I mean, religion is a pedophilic concept, you know? It's unbelievable. Uh. Hey, Amnesty International confirms the U.S. gave ISIS $1 billion of weapons in 2016. Yeah. Isn't that amazing, folks? Yeah. Yep. I think we should end it that. Yes, they did. We have been supporting ISIS all along. That's what we are. That's what we are. So, anyway. Ah. Frightening, 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 frightening. But... Since we only have a minute left, I want to thank everybody who joined us, and I uh, regret I had to use some vulgarity here tonight, but I, I get just so, so obsessed, so crazed by this stuff that I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. I just go nuts. So, say goodnight, Lila. Well, good night, folks. There wasn't anything really uplifting in the news. I feel terrible there about that. There is no uplifting news, Lila. <sighs> Well, That's I looked for something. We we try, but we can't find any tonight. So, hey, I hope, had, I hope you had a good turkey last week. and uh, Hold on to that thought. And have a good turkey week, whatever. whatever. Well, I'll look forward to the next yeah. holiday. And let's just hope that Trump is impeached and re- and resigns. And they and clean and out and people and like Biden and Kanye. Yeah, and the prison and all these, all these pedophiles and all these perverts. You know, wind up, wind up getting out of, out of cover. Well, good night, folks. Try to have a good week. Good night, everybody. Have a good week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.